0: Go ahead go ahead skin it skin that smoke wagon and see what happens we're not intimidated by thugs mugs pugs thugs half halfwits dimwits thug means never having to say you're sorry
1: any thug can kill i want you to take your ego out
0: of the equation life.
2: Bud White is a valuable officer.
0: White's a mindless
1: thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers, right? You name it.
0: You think you got any thug in you?
2: Uh, man, so big day uh, yesterday another a legendary puppy bowl in the book it was it really I was was fucking next level my
1: god yeah. i was upset about falcor but then i realized falcor was on my team i pulled for rough uh,
2: okay okay and
1: uh they they, uh, they pulled it out look a little sketchy there in the first quarter
2: yeah, yeah really got their shit together in the together. end though which was awesome that was awesome I mean, we had two record times performances yeah and an overall record setting performance yeah. it was that was one for the fucking ages man it really was one for the ages. And honestly, Super Bowl was pretty good, too. They got what I like to call a Pete Carroll special. Ah, Would you like to tell me why I specifically call it a Pete Carroll special? Why is that? Picture it. The Rose Bowl. The year of our Lord 1995. The Trojans of the USC have a lead with like two minutes left in the game. They have fourth and one. They get first down, they win the game. He benches Heisman Trophy winning running back Reggie Bush and runs the exact same play with Lendell White that he just did. Texas stops them and goes on and wins. Last night, 20 seconds remaining in the game, fourth and goal from the one, and they pass in the middle.
0: Jesus, just kill me! <laughs> slap slap my face and uh, make me a vegan.
2: It really was just—I uh, mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have no idea what that is, but I love it. But I fucking love it. It was—it was a fucking great football game, right? Yeah, I didn't give a shit about either team, so I was just able to enjoy it, like a Looney Tunes catch at the very end that should have won it for Seattle. Yeah, and if they just giving the ball to the best running back in the game and let him walk across the fucking line. Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: this can't do much for Pete Carroll's hopes no, of uh, going uh. to another college program. Actually, college program would probably break their hips opening their legs for him. Yeah, but, but still. Uh, I mean, uh, this is one of those things that just never leaves. Mm-hmm. This is like the tuck rule during the Snow Bowl versus the Patriots yeah. and Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Patriots versus Raiders. Oh, he ah. talked.
2: No, he didn't. No, he
1: didn't. He fucking didn't. Yeah. Want to know why I don't watch football?
2: Because that shit. Because of
1: that shit.
2: Well, did, did you see what happened to the Cowboys, when the the one that they lost? Where the guy catches yes. the ball, two steps, you are like, no, no, <laughs> the steps don't count. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: The money in my pocket says no. Yeah.
2: Oh, Jesus. Allegedly, in my opinion. Yeah. Barbaric! Uh, so... I, I I posted last night a friend of mine responded in something that I found to be the dumbest post I've ever read uh, I only watch the f- Super Bowl for the commercials yes I, I, the only thing I enjoy God the only thing I enjoy about this is the commercials and the halftime show okay fine but I only watch it for the commercials and you don't know how the internet works yeah you don't
1: need to do that yeah you don't you don't need to you can just wait You used to have to just wait the next day. Now you don't even have to do that. No, uh uh-uh.
2: Now sometimes you can even see them ahead of time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Did you see the Nationwide ad that bummed the world out? I heard about it. Because I didn't
1: watch the game except parts of uh, Halftime and the End. The Halftime show? uh, I mean, not the End fucking into yeah. the third. Halftime show, um, you didn't realize, I've always heard
2: Katy Perry can't dance and she has a big show because she can't fucking dance. I and know. you didn't realize that until Missy Elliott hit the stage and within about 10 seconds was like, oh, so... She's having a hard time stepping side to side, and Missy. Well, just she
1: had fucking... to get up on, a, on the as you call it, more you know coaster.
2: Yeah, the more you know coaster, exactly.
1: So she couldn't fuck around with Missy Elliott. In yeah, her smaller size. It, I ain't got time for this. The thing is,
2: Katie can't dance. That's like a thing that's known. But when Missy hit and started doing that, it was like, ho- holy shit!
1: That's, uh, this is I'll say this now. for that halftime show, it was a spectacle. It really was. Yes, and for all that football has become, yes, uh-huh. uh huh, they need more spectacle. For this amount of hype and money that goes into this thing. Yes. Uh-huh. That you need a giant golden lion tiger yeah, liger thing with uh-huh. her in flames. Yeah. And it, and it moves. Yes. You need that.
2: That was Prince fucking playing cool.
1: guitar really well. No, uh-uh. no, you no, got to have
2: a show like that that fucking tears it a, up. With
1: all the fireworks. It was like fucking WrestleMania. It really was. And a it, fan of spectacles. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, yeah, holy yes, shit. They yes. Someone's yeah. been talking to somebody in Hartford.
2: Exactly. They made this show. work. Goddamn,
1: pal, spectacle. God, yeah. Goddamn.
2: Mm-hmm. And there it was,
1: making movies, pal.
2: Yeah, Boosh. Uh, the nationwide ad. Oh my God, this little kid is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get cooties. I'm not gonna this, but I'm not gonna that. I'm not gonna all these little cute lives mouths. I'm not because I died. <laughs> and then they show like a bathtub, the underneath of a sink open, a fucking TV that's been pulled off and flat, like. <gasps> <sighs> <laughs> what?
1: Now? Because I'm dead. What? Because I died. Nationwide this will never Wasn't on my side. No, it
2: wasn't. <laughs> that's what the that's the graphic for that picture. <laughs> it's a,
1: it's
2: a, Don't know what it is, but matter. oh yeah, it was a good game. That commercial was kind of cool. Uh, some of the other commercials were pretty nice. But uh, the NFL had their official don't act like you work for the NFL program in swing with the anti-domestic violence. And every company was jumping on the be a good dad bandwagon. Well, it was lousy with commercials that were about like being a good dad, but they had nothing to do with like it's not like there were ads for fatherhood be a good dad. By Toyota. Village Union Draft. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and Budweiser had one that was like, Our beer is not for tasting, it's for drinking. You can keep your fucking cherry apricot blah. The people who drink our beer like to drink beer. That's a <laughs> like that's a
1: point. Yeah. That's a fine point, it Budweiser. Yeah. You fucking go with that. Yeah. All these chips are sitting around with their IPAs. And like, that's you know all what?
2: it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah.
1: We it should have been us. Yeah. In like two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. I don't drink two beers. I drink 20. Yeah. And when I do, I enjoy I drink Budweiser, Budweiser. <laughs> for its drinkability. Yeah. Its ability for me to pour three <laughs> in this beer stein <laughs> and,
0: and, so, drink, and that. drink
1: that while I watch TV with mm. my friend and watch Metal Mania and make comments. Yeah. And chain smoke. Because I don't want to get up much. Yeah, Budweiser, don't get up much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's Beechwood. I I don't give a shit.
1: What? It's three <laughs> cans deep yeah. in my stein. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah.
2: And I mean, we weren't even drinking real Budweiser. We were drinking Bud Light. Exactly. Yeah. So,
1: you know, for a drinkability. And let's be honest.
2: Why weren't we drinking regular Bud? I don't know. Why weren't we drinking regular Coors? I don't know. I know why we weren't drinking Miller. No. Miller's not very good. No, the others are inoffensive, and I for damn sure know why we weren't drinking Steel Reserve, yeah, man. Because own. fuck. you ever held
1: a penny in your mouth as a kid? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you've had Steel, Steel Reserve. Reserve,
2: or, or, yeah. Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that that should just be their ad campaign. Steel Reserve. Because fuck you.
1: <laughs> Steel Reserve. Because street naps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what that means. Yeah. Nothing turns a sidewalk into a pillow. <laughs> steel like Steel Reserve. like Steel Reserve. When you lack the self-respect necessary to buy big flats. Still not over the war?
1: <laughs> steel Reserve. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Yes. I'm not better than it, trust me. Oh, the shit fuck. I used to drink when I was on the street was not Steel Reserve, no. buddy, let me tell you. It wasn't this fine scotch. No, not at all wasn't bottled water. Yes. What bougie bullshit is this.
2: When you were on the streets. Streets. Those years you were on the streets. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a rough time. It was a rough go of it. was. It. it
1: was a rough couple of weeks. i <laughs> <laughs> will have, you know.
2: Uh, well, we've got another voicemail. Uh, and I think I'm going to flip the script. I think I'm going to read it. Then I'm going to play it. Just because, you know, why I, not? We'll try that. All right. Here we go. Henny, what's up? The film, period. Thugs, comma... It's probably too long ago, after in your f- show, I felt like calling in about more combat. Just wanted to say I watched a movie about 10, 15 times when I first came out, mm-hmm. and I had an illegal cable box. <laughs> I'll be on the secret, and every time I watched a movie, I just noticed the all the flaws. And the second film came out, that's why I noticed that Hollywood, I found retaliating on anybody that paid to watch the movie, which was they just took A on the list and, you know, hey, us, <laughs> you know I can. The movie was a disaster and a mistake. So that's as much time, and I'm glad that the video games are just far better in the movies and you can still go by completing On Them Still Have Fun. And that's my rant. So take care, guys. And thanks for another amazing show by. So what do we think he's talking about?
1: Hashtag Miltus. <laughs> I'm going to probably guess Milius?
2: No, uh-uh. No, no, no. Uh, I know what it's about, and let's see. Hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, 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 oh.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm thinking and holding my glass of scotch just so.
2: Yes. Hmm.
1: Great for audio. Yes.
2: Feel the amber current flowing from your mind. Ah, Yes. Mm.
1: Whiskey River, taking my mind.
2: Such a good fucking song, especially when you really listen to the lyrics of that one.
1: All right. Santa with Muscles.
2: Okay, let's see.
0: Hey, what's up, film thugs? It's Robbie Polanco. Uh, After hearing your show, I felt like calling in about Mortal Kombat. Just wanted to say that I watched a movie about... 10, 15 times when it first came out, I had a, I had an illegal cable box. I'll be our little secret. Every time. I <laughs> Nobody listens the movie, to this, so. I just noticed the, all the flaws, and when the second film came out, that's when I noticed that Hollywood performed a fatality on anybody that paid to watch the movie. I did. Which was they just took a shit on us, and nice. you know, it melted us. You know, like <laughs> the movie was a disaster and a mistake. So that's just my thing. And I'm glad that the video games are just far better than the movies. And you can still go back and play them and still have fun. And that's my rant. So take care, guys. And thanks for another amazing show. Bye.
2: Oh, hearing his voice. Congratulations on the Super Bowl win, oh, yeah. Robbie. I'm not saying it's obvious you're from Boston, but Kudos. it's obvious you're from Boston. <laughs> No, it, it's it's a great thing. But congratulations! See the Mortal Kombat. I only remember the first one because I, I only
1: saw the first one with Christopher Lambert. Yes, the second one had James Remar. Is
2: right. <laughs> what? Yes,
1: yes, indeed. Why don't I own that? I don't, I don't Holy know.
2: shit! Oh, James Remar. I want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> How far, away, Lambert? How far away can we? Well, we 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 think <laughs> Lambert. No, he wasn't Asian. But he had that European flair. How can we get a little away from that? James Remar. <laughs> Julie, because Julian Sands was busy. Pretty much. God. Remar. Remar. Oh. That's right. I'm almost, I'm pretty sure. You know what? We're going to get worse. St- that is I, uh, as fast. It should be at as-fucking-fact right now. <laughs>
1: the thing about James Remar is the people that weren't familiar with James Remar yeah. became familiar with him when they started watching Dexter. Yes. Like, hey, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, okay. He's yeah. fucking awesome. He's been pretty good since forever! Yeah. Yep. So, good catch.
2: Yeah, watch some shit. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, if I can sense the, sense the Warriors. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because he kind of almost raped that
2: girl. He kind of <laughs> did. Kind of did.
1: Let's face facts.
2: Yeah. 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 He, he, and the only reason he didn't full on is... Why'd cause...
1: you do that? I just like doing that sort of thing. That's not Remar's character. That's yeah. what's-his-nuts from Dreamscape Yeah. and Commando. I don't know. It's about three apples high.
2: Just like doing that kind of thing. I
1: like doing that. That's the reason we're all doing this? Because yeah. you just wanted to do something? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, a guy. That fucking guy. Him and... Uh, Q in the city. Q in the city, huh?
1: The song at the end of Warriors. Oh, (laughs) uh. I don't even know. But yeah. uh, Jay Giles Band. No. Shit! What the fuck is this?
2: Joe Walsh! Joe Walsh. Oh, man. Nothing to
1: do with the Jay Galsman.
2: There was a guy that, um, this dude who lived at the end of my street when I was in middle school, they played the Warriors on TV and he saw it and, and didn't realize that not having beer bottles on your hand and doing that, doing that little flappy hand thing with Warriors, made him look like a fruit salad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no frat boy homophobia in that. You
0: are the leader. <laughs> And
2: him look like a dipshit dipped in shit.
1: <laughs> you a dilly bar of
0: shit.
2: <laughs> How many la- layers of shit can we do with this? Vinny. I'm willing to bet one or two more
1: layers, donkey.
2: <laughs> layers, donkey. Nice. Oh man. So was there anything else? To-
1: what was going on? What else? What else? There was something else in the news. Uh, Typically I got all worked up about new stuff, but I can't remember what it was. So I must have not gotten too
2: worked up. Nothing that special happening in the world uh, these days, so now I can't remember. This week all I can think of is Scotch. Oh Scotch, it does it does a number. Man. So this week we are speaking
1: of John Johnny Depp. Yes. Um John Willifred Thomas <laughs> Depp
2: the Third. Mm-hmm. Um, his pre Disney in particular, here's a quote that came from him recently that, uh, talking about actors becoming musicians and using that to further their musical career. That whole idea is a sickening thing. It's always just made me sick. I've been very lucky to play on friends records and that's still going. Music is still a part of my life, but you won't be hearing the Johnny Depp band that won't ever exist. Um, the kind of luxury now is anybody with a certain amount of success, if you have a kind of musical, if you're, if you have a kind of musical being, you can go out and start a band and capitalize on your work in other areas. But I hate the idea. Come and see me play guitar because you've seen me in 12 movies. It shouldn't be that way. You should, you want the people who are listening to the music to only be interested in the music, which I'd be totally okay with if he wasn't playing fucking music. Yeah. I mean, if he did like a like a like a Chris Gaines thing, where he just became oh, a different person. Oh, that was the greatest that fucking thing
1: ever. How rich and how successful do you yeah. have to be before you finally lose your mind? I don't uh, know, but Garth Brooks does.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm just gonna create an alter ego.
1: It's <laughs> gonna cre- remember in uh, Adam Stanley Values when Fester has a toupee on. That's what Chris Gaines looked like, with a flavor saver. Well,
2: and the weird thing about Chris Gaines, here's what was so bizarre to me about that whole affair, was it wasn't that he just did this other thing. It was that it was this character, concept album, backstory. Soundtrack. Soundtrack to a movie that didn't exist exist and didn't have any real, like, if it's being this, you know, oh, the great – like, he, he went too subdued with it. Like, David Bowie did Ziggy Stardust yeah. because it was a way for him to ratchet it up to next fucking level. With Garth Brooks, it was like, I'm going to calm it down. I'd do a more subdued but totally huge rock star uh, sort dealing of. with an issues of – Maybe. Like, if he had done that and come out all fucking, you know, if it had been like, you know – the, the the life and times of Yaya Boba Fett and he'd come oh, out dressed as, yeah, he'd come out dressed like Bootsy Collins with a Boba Fett ma- helmet uh, on yeah. and i been like, holy shit, uh, you at least, don't play with yourself, Come have-
1: <laughs> play with Bootsy.
2: <laughs> you at least, at the minimum, yeah.
0: have
1: my attention. Yeah.
2: yeah. Instead of like, well no, he's kind of a solemn guy. His, his trademark is he wears uh he wears like black um Oh yeah black shirts mm. and shit.
1: Does he have hair in front of his uh, eyes? Uh yeah. Yeah. A oh, okay. Bit so he's Brother Theodore.
2: Basically. Basically.
1: Had to be so old to get that reference. Oh god, yeah.
2: I, mean, I bet like when you, as soon as you said it, I was like, how long who? is it gonna take us to explain who the fuck brother Theodore? I'm not going to. Google it.
1: Get a hip cap get out of my. Eye. It was the 70s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, so we didn't expect much from people or yeah. performers in the 70s.
2: You realize once upon a time the highest rated television moment was when Tiny Tim got married on the Tonight Show. Hey. That was What else like, are you going to do? Yeah, that, literally the highest rated fucking moment on television. If nothing else
1: going on. Yeah. But still did.
2: there was more than
1: that going on. Well there were libraries going on, but don't yeah. be ridiculous. There's
2: conversation with somebody no, who no, doesn't no. weird
1: you out just People by call
0: them. me stupid, dumb, uh a moron, an idiot.
1: Poetry not to read. All kinds <laughs> of
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you're right. It's it's strange. But Depp Depp's one of those guys that like I really wanna like. And he seems like a cool guy. He really does. But he seems now like he's too cool, if that makes sense. He's become, he has hit a level of cool that has become self-aware and kind of broken off and become yeah. its own. For school. It was the black Spider-Man outfit but he's sort of shifted over into... Be- yeah. yeah. It's it's as though the whole avatar has just separated up. Yeah. I think that there's like a picture of Dorian Gray. Like the real Johnny Depp is locked somewhere, and what we have now is just a sentient pile of scarves and bracelets. Correct. Uh,
1: I will say, he's almost Jedi mind tricked me into getting a hat. Yeah. Not just a ridiculous big hat. Not yeah. quite. I'm always thinking Arby's. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what's Don his,
2: Imus style. Don Imus style. But sort of like... What? A, Sort of like a white guy who opens an Italian restaurant and goes out and talks to the Maybe. people there, like, hey, you like my hat looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Have a little more pasta. Yeah. That kind of hat.
1: <laughs> well, you get... try this margarita tamale.
2: Margaret <laughs> Tamale. There's something wrong. We've done the we've I've tried the hamburger tamales and people <laughs> are not enjoying I've got a idea. hot dog tamale. <laughs> it, Hot dog? Had, hot dog. Hot dog? Hope and I are talking about learning how to make tamales. I don't uh-huh. think it's terribly difficult.
1: Well, uh, you'd have to ask Billy Gibbons, our Lord and yes, Savior. Yes,
2: that's true. That's true. Because HEB, the Achebe, mm. is no longer carrying the, the central, thank you, the central market brand tamales that were so good. Blasphemy. Yeah, so now I'm only finding they've got like some vegan ones, which. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh. Nope. Jesus, just <laughs> yeah. kill
0: me. Slap, slap my face and uh, make me a vegan Go tamale
2: and fuck yourself. No, over no. a vegan tamale. No, nope. No, Absolutely, no. fucking lutely you not. Tried fiesta? Uh, no, but that's far. <laughs> that's a good point. And yeah, I mean, yeah, realize that's that's like that's like a thirty-minute drive to get to fucking fiesta, and then granted, I can get a virgin of Guadalupe beach towel. Uh, Another one. I can get a giant belt buckle. I can get a shirt that's missing the top four buttons. Hell yeah! Um, we can get all manner of things. I can sell my gold. Yeah. Get a grill. That fucking Fiesta has everything. They sure do, you? do. There's a place next to it where you can put rims on layaway. Sweet. It's fucking awesome. That's I tells sweet. you. You know? Cause, yeah.
0: Are you fired up?
2: <laughs> so. Johnny Depp, yeah, I don't know what to, I honestly don't know what to make of him because he was like, I like the guy, and then he's showing up with like bleached hair and he's marrying a twenty eight year old, and it's that's like strange.
1: But who can blame the guy? Um, that's true. What the fuck, you're Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna do this, Johnny Depp. <sighs> He he does. It's not not anywhere near Nicolas Cage time, but no. But he does a few where he's like, I, I you know, this island doesn't pay for itself exactly. Exactly. And then he'll show up to work. Yeah. And regardless of whether you like his work or not, uh huh. I'm not I'm not gonna go chronologically with this shit. So. Oh no,
2: not at all. But uh, at all.
1: let's say a Sleepy Hollow, like you talked about on Inside the Actor Studio. Uh huh. So how did you come up with the character? Well, it's a Tim Burton character, so. You kind of just take two things and mash them together. It's everything's very broad. Right. Uh-huh. You know, this is a broad show. It's yeah, not really many subtleties going on in a fucking sleepy hollow by Tim Right. Right. He's like, so I, th- I can't remember exactly what he said, but I basically channeled a um, 12-year-old girl. A frightened 12-year-old girl. Maybe younger. And uh, he would be reprimanded strictly for, uh, I mean, thoroughly for that because he'd be like a girl. And hashtag like a girl, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Almost started the hashtag war on that. My wife stopped me. It's like, <laughs> don't do that. You're going to come off like a dick. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's gonna yeah, that's, come it. Like a dick. that's it. That's fucking... it. You don't listen to the show, do you? <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-mm. Oscar so white. Yeah. If that didn't turn that corner, oh. fucking, nothing will. I'm doing the fucking Batman, <laughs> doing the bat dance to fucking... <laughs> To State of the (laughs) Union address doesn't make me come off like a dick. I don't believe this will. Anyway,
1: I didn't. Yes. Uh, Uh, But uh, I I find that interesting. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Uh Well, that's now that you say that, I can totally see that. Doesn't make it a great performance. No, no, not at all. It just makes it, oh, huh. I only. How did you come? Hmm, That's interesting that you would just think of that. I've only
2: seen Sleepy Hollow once, and it was the time that I saw you in the movie theater. Yeah. It's the only time I've seen that movie.
1: I had just recently been released from prison. I know. For
2: murder. For murder. And I had just gotten out of the psych ward where my suicidal depression had relayed had, yeah. had me so. Yeah, your general malaise. Yes, yeah, when I then, not long after, I ran into Greg where we discussed his massive heroin addiction. Yes, indeed. It was...
1: He's on the H. Dragon.
2: Getting race. off the horse, as he said. Ah, yeah. air is so difficult. Um, <sighs> but it's weird, because when you... The- Bulgarian, you fuck. It's weird, because when Depp started out, he, he was in such an odd position, because he's a good-looking cat, sure, and his name sounds like a bad fucking stage name. Yes. Let's be honest. Uh, you see him, as, oh, his name's Johnny Depp. It's like... Really? Fuck. That's like on a... There was a show back in the day called Average Joe, where it was... Uh, um, like, they, they brought this hot model broad on some bachelorette-type no, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all the guys were these schlubby pieces of shit. And it was just to see if she could get past how they looked. And then halfway through the show, they brought in just this bunch of good-looking assholes. Hmm. And they competed with who was left. And every time the woman picked the good-looking, du- the, the good-looking dude. Shocking. There was one where one of the guys was like on the fucking cover of fortune 500 because the business he started became so huge. And she went with the weatherman, the aspiring weatherman, whose biggest thing was that he picked out his name and his name was going to be Jason storm. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: she, she she
2: passed up the millionaire self-made businessman. To go with Jason Storm. Johnny Depp is a Jason Storm type name. And that's the thing I remember seeing a thing about him back in the day when he, he made his first real break on 21 Jump Street playing Tom Hansen, which again,
1: again, oh. you know,
2: more normal sounding name than, you know, but uh, it was like he got offered all the kind of parts you think he, he would a kickboxing cop, Yeah. a karate fighting cop, yeah. Uh, undercover cop, like yeah. all of the fucking like Teen Boy. Basically, um, if looks could kill, the Richard Grieco movie that he made when he uh, went off from yeah. from that, uh, my favorite review on that was if looks could kill, then the person who made this movie should be dragged down the street and shot in the face. Um, <laughs> so, if Looks Could Kill, that was the kind of movie that was getting thrown at Johnny Depp left, right, and center. Right. And for those who no, don't – If Looks Could Kill, I haven't seen it, but I know what it's about because we saw ads for it all the time. It was a very typical movie of the era where uh, a student was on a field tri- – a high school student, mm-hmm. Richard Greco, the high school student – Richard Grico sure. student Greco high school student was in a uh, um, on a field class trip to a uh, class field trip to to Europe he failed Italian or he failed some class so he had to go like to Paris I don't know wow. it was a chance for him to go uh, yeah. whatever and he gets mistook for a secret agent ah. and from there um that's the shit that that depp was getting getting thrown at him you know. You know what I found out? That show Gigolos, they talk about on uh, The Soup. Yeah. All the time. Produced by Richard Grieco. Huh. Anyway, Johnny Depp was getting that kind of shit thrown at him, but he just was like, that's not what I want to do. I'm going to do Jim Jarmusch and yes. Tim Burton and shit like that. And then immediately the first role he takes out of that is Edward Scissor, Scissors Hands.
1: Good job.
2: Edward Scissorhands. Now, here's the thing. I have not seen that movie all the way through. And I've tried because that is a movie that is designed it, like it is anti-matter to me. Everything about that movie just does not line up for what with what I want to see in a movie. Your knowledge of me, would you agree with that? Yes. It's way too expressionist. The oh, yeah. story crawls along and there's way too much, hey, look, it's suburbia. Yeah. And that shit just doesn't. It's not your thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. Uh, from what I understand, everyone who's seen it and loves it thinks it's it's fucking wonderful.
1: The the, the Burton fans, of which I am one. Yes. Tend to fall in two camps. Uh huh. Um fucking banana pants are everything he does and he can right. do no wrong. Yeah. And the adults.
2: Yeah, the absolutists Let's and say, the
1: uh yeah, pretty good. Yeah. And that's kind of where it goes. You okay. don't really get much higher than that. Yeah. A lot of his later stuff, especially, you just kind of go, ah, ah good good thing. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad there. Ed Wood notwithstanding.
2: Yes. Yeah. And that's where I go to anyone who like wants to, oh, you don't like Tim Burton? No. I do love, uh, t- I know Tim Burton can be a phenomenal director. The man made fucking Ed Wood. Ed Wood yeah. is damn near close to a perfect a movie as I could ever hope to see in my life.
1: The man likes a particular riff. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Or
1: box pattern, and he likes to mess around in that box pattern yeah. a yeah. lot.
2: But what what and this is what sort of frustrates me a little bit about it is it's sort of how I feel about Kevin Smith or felt for a while. Mm. I really liked Jersey Girl. I didn't think mm. it was a perfect film, no. but for such a departure, I thought it was great. It was bold, it was ballsy. And I like that he took that chance, and I wish he would have gone further with it. I in, Kevin's, at,
1: in, in Kevin's um, case, I would say, and you might be able about ready to say this, yeah. he felt like he needed to. Yeah, Tim, yes. that's what he wants to do. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's it. And to me, Tim, I saw what he did with Ed Wood, and I'm like, oh, God, you do something else like that?
1: It was kind of his straight story.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was his straight story, and it's one of those that I look at, and I'm like, you give this guy just a solid story, and he can make me connect with these characters. Mm -hmm. He can make me look at that little weird family of outcasts and misfits and losers that Ed Wood assembled around him, and he could make me genuinely connect with those people. Oh, yeah. And genuinely just feel like, oh, wow. This is holy shit,
1: and for and for all the ease in which I find Tim Burton stuff, mm-hmm. how it's palatable to me. Yeah, my favorite is Ed Wood, and it has nothing exactly really overtly Burton about it.
2: Well, and what I love about Ed Wood is it's the rule that I try and teach my students when it comes to comedy: the second your character knows they're funny, your character's not funny anymore. Yeah, and everyone involved in Ed Wood's world, all of them, had no idea that they were funny or ridiculous. The second Bill Murray's character realized that he was ridiculous, he ceases to be no. interesting.
1: Well, it's it's uh, Bill Murray. So yeah, so Bill Murray we'll... fucking no, not nails that. Yeah. If it hadn't been these brave men, <laughs> I, I uh, Mexico was a nightmare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what's it's... funny is
2: that these brave men that damn well could have just been Bill Murray being like, "Wait, there's the yeah,
1: just whatever. just throwing that line like, and then Burton- for that chair." That's yeah, a very and Bill Burton Murray was
2: thing. just like, "Yeah, that that's perfect. That's that's staying in the movie as it is. <laughs> that, we'll
1: let that go." Yeah, and
2: just the fact that that, that they're so earnest, mm. and you know, Ed Wood was so earnest, he thought he was making not the best movie ever. He didn't think he was making Citizen Kane, but he thought he was making his. Citizen Kane.
1: He thought he was making a good movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He thought it was a a great movie. Yeah. A great. Yeah. He thought he was making a movie that people would enjoy seeing. Yeah. This would be fun. Yeah. People go see this and be like, wow, that was a good time. That was a fun movie. I'm glad I saw that. And it kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. Because years later, tell me who won the Oscar for best picture in the year Plan 9 from Outer Space came out. Tell me two cast members of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, yeah, he won, mm. and granted, he didn't win during his lifetime. And a lot of it is people laughing at, not with. But still, but still, he fucking won.
1: You're still in the hearts and conversations across the fruited plain. Exactly, exactly. So good on you,
2: America's cultural stew is richer for having you in Indeed. it. Indeed, you're the chunky bit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's a beautiful thing that somebody's able to do that. And Johnny Depp. This is what I love about Johnny is that he's able to, with characters like that, they're a little bit weird, but you totally connect with them and you're like, yeah, I can, that fucking guy, I kind of want him to succeed.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that he is not afraid to just take any, any character, really, and just do the broadest possible expression of it. Exactly. I'm yeah. going to do this. Uh-huh. Let's just see what happens. And all of his choices, oh, not yeah. all the choices, but many of his choices. Yes. Tend to show that uh-huh. cry baby, yeah. Cry John baby. Waters film, of course. Yeah, it's going to be as big as possible, as John Watersy and mm-hmm. big as possible. Yeah, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll probably say it in the old folks' home. I like John Waters uh-huh. more than I like John Waters' films. Exactly. And I don't yeah. really have a problem with John Waters' films. They don't offend me. Yeah. I'm not upset. Yeah, uh, they don't piss me off. No, no, not at all. Yeah, not at all. In fact, it's like that's not offensive. That's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah divine eating dog shit notwithstanding. Right. But it just John uh, it's just not not for me.
2: John Waters if I was looked at him and been like, yeah, okay. Whatever. I mean it's cool. Yeah, it it's doesn't cool. it doesn't connect. It doesn't offend. But, I just don't I really mean, have any desire to nope, s- to
1: see a lot of it. It's no big deal for me. Yeah. But Cry Baby was a real kick in the face of, "Hi, hey, this is me. This yeah. is what I can do." Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: like, I still remember one of the strangest, not rude awakenings, but one of the oddest experiences I had was when I moved to Austin. I lived in the Doby Dorm. For those who don't know, the Doby Dorm at the time housed the movie theater, the Doby Theater. Mm. The Doby Theater was the only, at one point in time, like the only independent theater in the state. Yeah. Not affiliated with anything. And it was one of those things, I don't know if it was just the romance of it, but like they had the perfect ratio of syrup to soda water in their coca-cola their popcorn was fucking magical yeah. I'd go see midnight movies there all the time oh it was fucking great and I went and saw Dead Man. ah Jim Jarmusch and that was I had no idea what Jim Jarmusch was or what he was about wow he's right to the deep <laughs> end yeah I really I dove the fuck in and was like <laughs> okay what in the shit is going why is that guy eating a what
1: Whoa, that's a furious blowjob.
2: Yeah. Wow, this is huh. Oh my. It was uh what it reminded me of is there was a, a thing on the on uh the man show when Rogan and uh, no, not on the Man Show. It was on Tosh, where they had this guy on who was a virgin. He was like, you know, a 20 something year old virgin. And they brought Stanhope and Rogan on. And they're throwing all this stuff. At, and Rogan's like, how about this? this and he's throwing out all of this intense sexual stuff. And Stanhope goes, hey, you're whipping fastballs at a guy who doesn't even own a mitt. <laughs> and that's what it felt like for what I was ready for. I literally, literally, that was me without a helmet on. And somebody yeah. like Roger Clements just tried to beam me in the skull.
1: Like, Oh well, just be glad he just tried to hit you with a baseball. Yeah you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like
2: what the shit just happened here? I don't understand this. I'm fascinated by it. I mean yeah. the imagery oh, yeah. is fucking amazing. And yeah. and Depp, even when he's quiet, is able to throw so much more yes. at you than most actors can when they're they're amped up, they're keyed up to eleven. But it's you know? a hyperreal
1: environment. Yes, it's mean, exactly. reality.
2: Yeah, yeah it's jarmouche at his jarmouchiest just you know,
1: jarmouche everywhere. Like a lot of things on this list. It's just Yeah. Well, that's it's a reality either tilted a bit like the old Batman series, yeah. or fucking in a hopper. Yes. Yes. So,
2: and Dead Man was very much just in the hopper. What it reminds me of is you know what do you know what a hey Leslie amplifier was? It's one of the Fender amps that had the the speaker that rotated in it. Oh, okay. It's like when you're talking about being skewed. Fucking Jarmouche might as well have had a fucking camera on that, and it's just foom, foom. no. You're 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 uh, only going to see um, a frame every three quarters of a second. All music will be through a flange. Yeah, and uh, you know, deal yeah. with it. And he's just riding a bicycle, a fixed wheel, bicycle, a fixed gear bicycle, in a circle around me <laughs> while he does it.
1: It's one of the uh, Golden Globes jokes about Wes Anderson uh-huh. riding a bicycle made of antique tuba parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you
2: see Wes Anderson's acceptance speech? Yeah, we should think the members of the Hollywood Foreign Press and started naming. people. Like, yeah. yes, that is the perfect we- that is the perfect fucking Wes Anderson moment. Yes. And now I'm just wearing a sweater made out of kittens. <laughs> I know that I do this. I'm aware. <laughs> of it's fine. It's fine. Well, Amer- I think it was his Visa or his American Express ad is so great just because it is him straight line walking through the world of quirkiness where he's like, so what kind of one do uh, Could you put a bayonet on a 45 Magnum? I don't see why not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the guy comes back a minute later with a drawing yeah. of it.
2: Perfect. I Perfect. want that. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, that's seriously what I what I imagine. That, that movie was just to step away from just no, no. no we're going to have the camera spinning constantly. It's going to show the crew.
1: I, I, uh, I've said this to myself for years. Uh-huh. I just got to convince somebody with money that I'm a genius. Oh God, yes. Oh, they just do hairbrained weirdness.
2: And honestly, you and I could pull that off. We just got to find them. I just if we're the genius team, yes. Team Genius. Team Genius, yeah. The Genius the Brothers. the of our writing <laughs> The Genius Brothers. And we just go on shows and tell people to fuck off. Uh, we'd yeah. like to give you a three-picture deal. We just rejected you, fucker! Yeah. Find some half-retarded guy to be our manager.
1: God, some um, kind of fox catch situation without getting shot. Yeah. Or wrestling other dudes.
2: Um, Compromisable. <laughs> What I loved about the <laughs> Jesus Twins was any fucking time their manager talked, Fred would just start laughing so hard. Um, well, we're actually innocent. A... <laughs> you can't even hear it. You, and my impression's close, but it's not great.
0: Sounds um, a lot like
2: Whitley
1: Strieber. In actuality, oh. Art, what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> the aliens came in through my bedroom and looked me in the eye.
2: Oh. Uh. It sounds like you just say a lot of, uh, <laughs> uh, art. Oh, yeah. Uh, art. art. Well,
1: I'm glad to be back on Coast to Coast. A.M. Um, A.M. Um, with Art well, uh. um, I'm going to talk about the aliens that abducted my butthole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that makes me happy. Oh,
1: man. Good Lord. Oh, Jesus.
2: But you no, know, he was doing interesting, cool shit for a while. Like, honestly, Benny and June. Oh, he, fuck yeah. He does a fucking Buster Keaton that is frightening yeah. how good it was. Yeah. Like, holy shit. He's
1: just So there. interesting and
2: funny. Yeah, and weird. But it, it just didn't really connect because from the commercials, it looked like it would be mostly about him and her, but nope. not her and her brother. And he was sort of a side character. Yeah. Aiden Quinn, just, the brother in that. Aiden Quinn was the brother in that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like me some Aiden Quinn.
1: Yeah. Fucking solid. Good for you, buddy. Keep the elementary money coming in.
2: Couldn't be more Irish if he tried. Uh, oh, speaking of, did you see the Liam Neeson ad? Uh, no. It was like for one of those Age of Empire type games, app games. It's, oh, okay. Somebody took his fucking, like, like somebody sacked his kingdom. He's like, do you wish to have revenge? Neeson, 74. And he goes up on this whole monologue of him destroying the guy. And then, uh, I have a scone for Liam. Liam, a scone. Oh, that's me. Oh, and it's Liam. And then he goes right back into the intense. It's fucking perfect. But nice. that's the only way he could be more Irish is if he melded with Liam Neeson. But yeah, that Benny and June was good, but it never really clicked over the way I wanted it to. And what's it in Gilbert Grape? He was so fantastic in it, but they gave like DiCaprio had such an actory part that he yeah. fucking nailed.
1: Of course, uh, that it was. I hard say, to... of course, no one saw that coming. Why yeah, did I say, of course, yeah, no sense at all. Yes, it was very impressive. Yes,
2: uh-huh. but it was the much more actory part. So of course, he got much more of the attention on yeah. it. Yeah. So instead of it being, you know, oh wow, Johnny gave this really fucking subtle nuance. When he walks out of the giant store with a cake and the fucking small shop owner drives by and just looks at him. And that look on Johnny's face of that. Fuck. Uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? What I don't know. Have you seen Nick of Time?
1: No. I have. But interesting story not really yeah i was More gonna say a, is it no <laughs> When i worked for i think i mentioned this before on some show a billion years ago when i worked for uh, another engineering firm here in austin yes we had profiles on the website uh-huh and they would have you know general questions years in the business experience uh-huh. certifications uh and then i guess to show a little get to know you kind of flavor. Favorite food, favorite movie, favorite book? No, they didn't have a favorite book. They
2: all three ridiculous. of yours were Steak.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Steak. The History of Steak <laughs> and Steak the Movie. Yes. Um, and one of them, I don't know, I think it was Wicker Man and something. I don't remember what it was. Right. But one of the guys was Something Something and Nick of Time. That was his favorite movie of all time. Nick of Time. Nick of Time was his favorite film of all... Think about that for a yeah. second. Give yourself a minute. Of all the films in creation, Nick of Time was his favorite.
2: So when he looked at it, and said, that one, that'll do.
1: That's the one.
2: Well, That's the one I'll have. There's a buddy of mine, I'm not going to say who, but um, I think that the words best and most recent are interchangeable in his mind. Because he'll say shit like that is that is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Not just that is the like the best movie of the year. Yeah, that's the best movie I've seen this year. Yeah, I've heard uh, like that too. And you just translate that. Okay, the most recent that I got you. Right on, man. Yes, perfect. Um,
1: the one you saw last night.
0: Yes,
2: perfect. Uh, what are the odds? Got
1: gotcha. you. What are the odds? Every time you tell me
2: about a movie that's great, it's the most recent thing you've seen. Fantastic, but and it's amazing. Yes, oh, of course. Oh, it's well.
1: masterpiece. Everything is wonderful. Wonderful. Well,
2: the only thing that's cool about Nick of Time is that it's a real-time movie.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, not, not enough to redeem it
1: <laughs> because the
2: concept time? of it is so convoluted. Right. I, do you know what it is of? Oh, yes. Yeah. Convoluted concept. Uh, we've kidnapped your daughter. If you don't kill this man in the next hour and a half, we kill
1: your daughter. Whoa. You must kill this man Wow, for a feature-length period of time. That is bizarre. It just happened to work out that way. Yeah, lines what up, man. Wonder F-
2: Fucking worked. <laughs> but here's the beauty of it. it. That backed up to masterpiece fucking Donnie Brasco <laughs> that he just goddamn kills. Oh,
1: we just are we ignoring Don Juan DeMarco? Oh,
2: shit. I, you know, <laughs> the only thing I remember about Don Juan DeMarco two things. One— uh, it had Marlon Brando in it. And two, there was a scene that only people in the area that we grew up in would have gotten where it cuts to a party and there's a, a lady singing and it is Selena Quintanilla mm. as she's listed in the credits. Selena Quintanilla or Selena.
1: Don Juan DeMarco. Yeah. I saw that in the theater.
2: Uh huh. Same here. Mind. I saw it in a dollar theater
1: that i assumed because of
2: who was in it be, that it would be good
1: that movie I, I i don't know why it was made
2: no nobody does the that, people who made it don't know why it was made that just seemed i i don't know yeah
1: i don't i don't know sometimes i think that there's a certain catering company yeah that shows up <laughs> And the people are like, oh, that's the place with the little pie things. Oh. Uh, hey, you want to do a movie?
2: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Yeah, because those pecan tarts are yeah. really good. They're
2: only available these weeks, and we, we've got this script that's half developed. Film Fuck, it, go. fucking do it. Go, 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 go. Have you had these pies? Okay. Amazing. We'll that's do how it. Green Lantern
1: happened. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Damn.
1: Uh, Anyway, well, nothing to say other than. It wow, that's strange. Don Juan DeMarco,
2: that was back when I was still like really coming to terms with the ideas of how, like, oh, there are times that movies with people who are really good can just be awful.
1: Hey, you can have the best looking tires in the oh, world. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But if they're not on the fucking car,
2: that's, yes. Big deal. That is it. But it's one of the, you know what I'm saying, where it takes you a little while to connect that where it's not
1: like. Because you keep waiting. Like, yeah. Like, oh, oh, right, when's right, when the good coming. shit coming? Yeah. It's coming, Marlon Brando. They meet for the first time, and they all right.
0: Huh?
2: That movie baffled me.
1: Are those pie tart crumbs. Mm. Yeah. Pie tart crumbs. Did fucking
2: tart. Brando have a pie tart stuck in his neck fat still that you can <laughs> see? No, leave it there. You do.
1: Yeah, Donnie Brasco. That movie
2: fucking nails it. That, that movie is so is a good one. Fucking good. Oh
1: man, it's the anti Godfather.
0: It really
2: is. Well, and it's, and, in a good way. In a in a very good way because that's what the shit was really
1: like. Right, much like Heat's an anti. Uh, Tarantino crime. Though. Yes. Uh-huh. You don't yeah. get an apartment with a cool jacket Mm-mm. and sit around worrying about watching Lost Boys and some no, cool uh-uh. lines. No. You have to move.
2: Yeah. You have a gorgeous fucking house with an amazing ocean view yeah. that you keep so sparsely decorated because you realize at some point you will have to leave yeah. without yeah. any warning, without any notice, no. and just be. No specialty gone. coffee jokes.
1: Nope. Nope. Nothing like that. Whatever.
2: Donnie Brasco. Same with Donnie Brasco. And. Pacino being so fucking low-level. And it's is—it's one of those that's like... People forget that before The Godfather, the idea of the suit-wearing mafiosos was kind of a thing from the 20s when everybody wore suits. Yeah. And it very much was that low-level fucking... Jack Nicholson in The Mm Departed, kind of. Yeah, yeah. uh, You're street ready. Yeah, you're street ready. You're you're a fucking hustler. You're ready to beat the shit out of somebody at a moment's notice for no real reason other than just to do it. Right. And, man, just seeing that, like the effect that that shit has on people. It reminded me of the movie Citizen X. I don't know if you ever Mm, saw that, but it was about the catching that Russian serial killer Oh, it was yeah, like the yeah, true yeah, story. Yeah. And at the end, after they caught him and they, they were talking, you know, about the folks from the FBI, I was like, yeah, they cycle people off of these cases. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this guy basically was like, no, you don't work a case like that for more than, you know, six or eight months without being given a certain amount of time off. And it was like this guy worked it for like five or six years <sighs> without any relief. And why yeah, I'm just a broken kind of shell of a man at this point. Yeah. And. When they pulled him out from undercover, it was like, no, at this point, he's been under so long, he doesn't fucking know who he is anymore.
1: Yeah, they have that really great scene where he's talking to his wife. Yeah. And, uh-huh. You know, gets, he's, he's gone.
2: Yeah. Yep. Totally gone. Yeah, he's so deep in that character. Then yeah. not he fucking smack her?
1: Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, that's that's who he is now, and that's who he has to be to stay alive. And then the beauty of it, what I loved, is you have somebody who gives that much, who busts their ass that much and gives that much of themselves, and then he gets the award. And the person who gives it is like, oh, God, don't we have – can we just get this over with? Yeah. Like, dude, this guy just just gave up everything over a damn near a decade. Yeah. You can take another minute out of your day. And say thank you happens all for day, doing it every day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like with Argo when they fucking, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, I'm given the intelligence star and then I have to give it back <laughs> because it's a black op and no, I can't get credit for it. I yeah. can't have, I had no involvement in it, but that was the job that I knew I was taking. Right. I mean, you know. Much like more people can tell me who intercepted a pass last night they can tell me one member of the administration of the school their child goes to. Probably
1: not. Yeah. But that's not my business.
2: Yeah. You know, you have a kid in high school. Can you name every one of their te- No?
1: Surprise, oh. motherfucker. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, Donnie Brasco, that lines up where that shit is off. Yeah. Just out yeah. of line. Out of whack. It's all wrong. But so good. Yes.
1: it's also so good is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Have I
2: ever told you the story of how I first saw Fear and Loathing no. in Las Vegas? So my, old, uh, my my best friend in college, the, the person I hung out with the most for the longest time was Sherry. Uh, we were roommates for a year. But before we were it was one of those weird things where it was just somebody I'd met once or twice. And then we ran into each other outside of a class. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's hang out tonight. And we hung out. Like, we didn't date. Right. We were just best friends. We hung out all the fucking time. Right. And one night we were hanging out. And It was like, ah, tomorrow what we'll do is uh, we'll go see *Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas and Godzilla because they opened on the same day. And we stayed up so late that it was like, fuck it. We're just going to stay up. We're going to power through it. Wow. We're going to power through yes. it. Yes. We get to the theater. Uh, and we buy our tickets to see uh, the the Tinseltown up by the Cheddars in Pflugerville. Pflugerville. We show up. We up by, down by, because it's way south of us now. Right. Uh, we go out. We go there. We buy our tickets. We're only people in the theater for fear and loathing. And the movie doesn't start. And then it doesn't start. And then it doesn't start. And we go and ask and They're like, oh, shit. We forgot there was a screening this morning. <laughs> so they ran it. And there was like one other person in the theater. So we were – Coming down off a little bit of drinking, no sleep the night before in that weird, punchy mind space. Barbaric. That was where I, I still, I've seen the, I saw Godzilla opening day in the theater, was unaware that they blew up Madison Square Garden because I fell asleep. Ah, well. I didn't miss much. No. No. But fear and loathing, when you are fucking sleep punch drunk. Holy hell! That can't stop here. blows your fucking mind. This bad country. Bad country. Now I, this is—it's weird that I like this movie because I'm not a huge Terry Gilliam fan. Right. I'm okay with Doctor Thompson, but sure. he's one of those people that I don't think I would have gotten along with in real life.
1: Mm, no, I like the idea of hanging yes. out with Doctor uh-huh. Thompson and like you know Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny Depp's coming by. Benicio Del Toro. How, how fun.
2: Yeah, I like the concept
1: but of Thompson, but I don't think I've got along with him. I, um, let, me, let, me, let me correct myself. I like the idea, and I like, I think I would like a, uh, a good chunk of time uh-huh. of that, especially in my drug days.
2: Oh, God, I could have yeah. really had a good time. See, I never had drug right. days, so I'm like, uh, that I would that say that that awful. would be a
1: really good day. Yeah. Here's the thing. I need to come down. I need to sober up. And I need to have my own car. Because I want to be able to leave.
2: Yes, very much so, yes. In, That's indeed. the thing. In... I don't want
1: to be driven out there with a bunch of people.
2: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: I, no. I need to be able to go. Uh uh-huh. I, I, There's only so much of this dragon I'm willing to ride. Exactly, exactly. So there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. His riding is fun. Yeah. And um, it seems it's one of those strange things about Thompson where... You read it, and you mm-hmm. think, why the fuck did anybody think of this before? Well, he yeah. did, and yeah. that's why he's the genius. Right. So, suck it. Well, not genius. Yeah. Whatever. Why well, he's
2: a, a good writer, a, a um, unique star. Yes. Yes. That's the perfect way of putting that. That's um, it. But here's, here's the thing. Now, when it comes down to it, I think Depp totally encapsulated Hunter S. Thompson.
1: Looked like him, sounded, sounded like, like him. Everything. 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 However, everything.
2: who is a better Hunter?
1: Bill Murray. Bill Murray, because... And where the Buffalo Roam. It was so much more fun. Because it's... He's just that spirit,
2: man. Yeah, exactly. Depp nailed everything, but Murray added that fucking Jeunesse Murray... Yes! ...to it, that somehow you were like, yeah, this brings it home. This puts the point on it. it sharpens it beautifully. That's what I want.
1: I got a pile of drinks in front of me, and they say, you have two movies to watch. yeah. Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, or where the buffalo roam. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend the next week, yeah, depending on the amount of drinks. Yes, watching where, where the, the buffalo, buffalo roam because well, it's so fucking. And here's, good.
2: The, here's the thing: even in that Del Toro, from what I understand, captured the idea of Oscar Acosta, yeah. to a fucking T. But, 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 Peter Boyle. <laughs> that's why, like, when whenever Thompson talked about Acosta, because that was his name, Oscar Acosta, right? Yeah, believe, yeah. talked about him being away. He always. There was always this sense that he was terrified of the day that he would come back. It's <laughs> yeah. like, this guy's going to show up again. And when he does it, uh, it's, uh, I just don't want the master to find me. Yeah. Um, that was captured better, I think, by Del Toro. But Boyle is like, well, now I get why you still hang out with him.
1: Look, Peter Boyle <laughs> walks into the hotel restaurant. Where Thompson is staying to cover Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> in a Nixon mask, yes, yeah. walks around to everyone in there saying Sakatumi. <laughs> now that's a topical joke and a timely joke for the time that film was made. Yes, but but at works. Yes, hey, it does. He did. He's he's Thompson there is cutting <laughs> his grapefruit with a Bowie knife. Doesn't doesn't even register. Like, yes. Oh man, yeah. uh, cottage cheese and ketchup, isn't it? <laughs> I need a, another round of everything. More drinks? No, drinks, food everything <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the little things. it's and it's so because
2: that I do imagine murder another round of everything if I, everything. I ever get to sit down at a table and have dinner with Bill Murray, and a waitress comes up and you go, another round of everything yeah. I, don't I drink, so so your drinks. I, I go mm, everything just to see yeah, him go. I need my strength. So you're fans. <laughs> oh yes, William. It's, we are. It is uh-huh.
1: dangerously close to my favorite Bill Murray movie. Yeah, it's right it's, in there. It's right. It's in, the, in there. it's in the discussion.
2: When he takes his shoes off and starts washing <laughs> them yeah. in the sink
1: with Nixon. <laughs> with Nixon, I was like, what? And he washes the sink and then he puts them on the. Uh, turns the the dryers. Dryer upside down and puts his shoes on. Uh huh. What about the doomed? <laughs> The weak and messed up Italians. (laughs) (laughs) And Nixon says, "Come here, come here." Think thinks he's Harris from the Post. Yeah, because he stole Harris from the Post clothes and glasses. Right. Come here, Harris. Come closer. And, And all the while Nixon is pissing in the urinal.
2: Right. Fuck the
1: doomed. That is fucking fantastic. It really is. It really is. uh, The movie is just so perfect. The moment,
2: though, that I think Depp nails it, that hits that level of it, is uh, when they're in the restaurant with Barkin, Ellen Barkin. Uh A guy pulls the knife, and and he gets up and takes the plate Yes, and leaves with it. It's like, as odd as it sounds, that,
1: yeah. But it's not fair for me to say one's better than the other. They both... Kind of grab different sides. Mm-hmm. Like, you could squint, and that's fucking Thompson. Yes. Yes. That whole, when he's walking around the circus thing, the holy uh-huh. moly, holy moly. Yeah. Shit, shit, shit. The shit that's connected to his elbows and wrists. Yeah. Shit, shit. Again, we need to film this.
2: Yes, we do. We do. Shit.
1: Holy moly, holy moly. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You know, And there's lizards and all yeah. the Gilliam stuff, which is the perfect marriage oh, material director. Yeah. There has never finally. been a better combination uh, finally.
2: ever yes. than that.
1: that. And, in my opinion, his mm. finest. Oh, fuck yeah. It is Wait,
2: there's no question on that. That's not even a conversation. Perfect. Have you heard the Criterion Collections Hunter S. Thompson feature commentary? Oh, I take by the what? look in your eyes you haven't. Oh, my. And we might have to do that soon. Oh, my. Because he's doing the commentary and every once in a while Thompson just goes,
0: yeah! Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> all right yeah yeah and yeah, we might yeah. have to watch it i've heard so, similar uh, commentary uh, yes, I fucking own it, of course. Yeah, I was like, wait, you... Yeah, because yeah. the look on your
2: face yeah. was so genuine. I was like...
1: I was thinking that there was a whole collection of other films from Criterion. <laughs> yeah. <the>, <laughs> yes, on. yes, it's all... Because I'm blonde cr- yeah. under this skin yeah. job. It's, oh, it's, it's I've seen blonde. it. Very I'm blonde. Oh, <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Oh,
2: goodness. Well, I'd that's love to see his take on the third man. <laughs> yeah, sounds interesting. Fuck, yes, that's what happened. Uh, did they talk about the Citizen Kane? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that... <sighs> It's it's one of those things that's such a perfect performance.
1: For me, it's the uh, with a wave roll back. Yeah, that
2: nails it. Yeah,
1: that you is where you're see, not right? just going shit, shit, shit. I'm drunk or high. Yeah, it's really Thompson. Yeah, yeah, like the the thirsty for justice Thompson. Yes, uh-huh. who got pissed off, and mm-hmm. then spun off into whatever else.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, where he almost ended up a parody. You know.
1: Yeah, but. The heart of him, yes. was actually concerned that this country was going to hell.
2: Uh-huh. You, you got out. You got out at the right time, boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because the handbasket just got We're all out of handbaskets. Yeah, yeah. We are so. all out of them. All out. But yeah, that right there was death just hitting it. And then he goes into an odd area here.
1: Then, then the island showed up. I think the island showed up about 1999. The island? The island he bought.
2: Oh, never mind. Like, yes, oh, I was well, I've got to pay for island? this shit. Yes. I'm going
1: to go smoke some cigarettes with the child diddler. Yes. The Ninth Gate, which is a pretty good movie. It just doesn't do what it's meant to well,
2: do. Well, the ending of it is so weird. Because like, I read the book. And you borrowed the book. Yeah. The guy who wrote it, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Yeah. Um. I also then tried to read the Flanders panel, his mm. follow-up to it, and that was, fuck. He's one of those guys who puts an extraordinary amount of research into it. The amount I learned about fucking bookbinding. Yes. Reading that book. He has a very. Holy crap. poli approach. Well, here's what's weird about it. I remember reading that book. At the time, I was helping the uh, Austin Ice Bats. The hockey team we had at the time. A friend of mine got me set up doing game tapes for them. So I was on this out at the old convention center, mm-hmm. on this plat, this wooden platform with a camera, just kind of following the action. Then when it would hit the break, I'd just sit there reading, and I, I was reading the the ninth gate, right, and kind of a different ending.
1: Club du Mans.
2: Club du Mans, yes, Club du Mans. Uh Flanders panel got so much into paint restoration, paint, uh, res- restoring artwork. And chess, oh my!
1: I don't need that. I've got Murray Head for that.
2: Yeah, it was like, what the fuck is this? But the movie, The Ninth Gate, was one of those that was like really, really, really good until like the last ten minutes, or the, no, the, fuck that, the last four minutes. It's and shot then it was like so
1: fucking well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It reminds it's me of too good for the story that we're given. Oh yeah.
2: Well, here's here's it'll sound weird. But it reminds me of the first Blood Rain movie. Because the first Blood Rain movie, I'm like, this isn't that bad. This isn't that. Then it hit the very end, and there's like that weird. I was like, oh, that's fucking stupid. and aw- Wow, that movie's genuinely terrible now. Yeah. The Ninth Gate was like, this is all right. This is all right. And then it hit the very end. I was like, oh, this movie it,
1: sucks. Uh, up to the point where, uh, uh, fuck, Langella playing Balkan mm-hmm. has the failed ritual. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay. Now we're now we're still happily in the a book I read on an airplane.
2: Yes. Yes. To step up from Da Vinci Code.
1: Yeah. This whatever. Yeah. But then we have to go. I don't know what. I, I really don't know what happens. Right. With I can't explain it. Uh huh. And I can't justify it in any way. Right. It's just. It's like someone said, we need more sizzle here. Yeah. So can you do something that has more of a, a punchy ending yeah. with a song mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and, and a demon fucking yeah. Johnny Depp yeah. in front of a castle yes. and, and some light? And, you know, the yeah. kids love light and uh-huh. demon fucking.
2: And, and, and Roman Polanski said, please, I'll tell you what the kids like to fuck. Oh, yes. Me. <laughs> Convicted rapist. <laughs> from hill yeah. to
0: hill. will have big fun. And from mountain
1: oh, to mountain. From to <laughs> valley to valley. I this <laughs> land. The <Yeah>. fire rises. <laughs> and then the astronaut's wife. Again. I didn't see
2: it. No check. fucking desire check. to see it. Yeah, that was check. Um, and then he came a step away from making a movie that would have made me very happy. He came very close. The Man Who Cried the title were just a little different we'd be talking about the greatest movie ever made but it's not The Day the Clown Cried it's The Man Who Cried yeah like that never saw it before Night Falls
1: I've never heard of it yeah so Uh,
2: but Chocolat
1: I I, I think I saw it in the theater
2: I I saw it at the draft house Uh, I took I went with my friend Sherry went and saw that it was
1: uh, basically add some cayenne to chocolate and and, and everybody will fuck. Yes. Yes. That is what's going to happen. It's when business time. I'm going to put a little cayenne in your, in your chocolat. And I'm going to have a ponytail, and
0: bam! I just had say And it felt so good,
2: felt so good. I wanna let it be nice. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I said, anytime I see that movie, the name of that movie, I just remember I Love You, Man. So, chocolate. Oh, you mean chocolate? No, Chocolat. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. No, chocolate. <laughs> it was okay.
1: Yeah, but it, was all, it was all right. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's okay. Right. And uh, what's her face? What's the actress's Julie
2: uh, Benoit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all right.
2: Julie Benoit.
1: She is a bit of all right. Mm-hmm. Never saw the fast show. Did see Blow, however. Blow, yeah.
2: Now, here's what's funny. Uh, that There's a scene in there where it's Paul Rubens, Johnny Depp, and uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yes. Goldthwaite told the story of this on, on a show where he's like, you know, I'd gotten in trouble for doing God knows what. It's like, and Johnny Depp had been arrested for destroying a hotel room. And I said something to that about him. He goes, Johnny's response is, well, in my, in my defense, the room did start it. <laughs> and, and then they just kind of looked at Rubens. Okay, uh, let's not talk about arrests anymore. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies that is like, it's cool in a lot of regards, but it's one that I feel tries to lessen. Third act. Yeah, third act.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: There are a lot movies like this tend to struggle in third act. Yeah. Like Goodfellas. I love that movie, but if I had a complaint, it's that it kind of
1: got scattered near the third act. And there's always been an argument of, is it scattered because he's scattered? Yeah. Is it meant to be that way? And I think,
2: yeah, probably Probably Probably. You know. Scorsese, I'll yeah. say
1: probably. Still.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, a little. <laughs> but blow, it was so tight, so tight. But I think it's because the resolution of it was so, uh, it's still so kind of unresolved and anticlimactic that,
1: oh, so it just. <sighs> it's not very satisfying.
2: So it's this. huh?
1: Yeah. It yeah. does make you want to do coke. <laughs> does it? Yep, it really does uh,
2: well th- th- what I loved is the idea he had to buy a house to keep the money in yeah and he's, wondering, he's like uh, where, where's that 500,000 uh, is that in the closet upstairs and that's one of those things <laughs> that people don't realize when it comes to drug stuff is like no we're not talking about some money being involved in this it's Fucking, I forget, I don't know if it's true or not, but there is one of these urban myth type things that very well might be true, that Pablo Escobar Mm -hmm. spent like $10,000 a month on rubber bands for the money that he was making on that. Who knows? It it damn well could be. Maybe. Because these are people making fucking multiple island money. These are people making that like, I own a government. Kind of did,
1: money. Sort of. You know, yeah. It's ridiculous.
2: Uh-huh. And, ridiculous. and that's because it's addictive and...
1: Here's w- the reason. <laughs> People like to get high.
2: Hmm. Go on.
1: Well, uh, if you do one line of cocaine, you'll be addicted the rest of your life. Hmm. No? Nope. Yeah. But it is a good time. <laughs> People like to have a good time. Yeah. I uh, read an interesting article about it's not the drugs, it's your cage uh-huh. that keeps the addiction going. Like, if you have nothing really else to live for, mm-hmm. then of course you're going to keep doing drugs. You want to escape. But well, if your life's kind of relatively together, like you yeah. have something else to look forward to, yeah. and I mean anything, that could be a fucking sandwich. Yeah. Abo- uh, above just and beyond just your next high. Yeah. There's a better chance. Yes. That you'll make it. Well, but it, in the 80s, this was the, the scary watch out. Not yeah. saying do cocaine. Do not well, take it that he, way. Here's
2: the issue. And I think that you're, you're, th- there's two things to it. First off, Chris Rock brought up something great in Bring the Pain, which I still think might be the greatest stand-up special fucking ever. Right? It's like drugs are fucked up because life is fucked up. If we got rid of drugs tomorrow, there'd be a guy in his basement who's like, yo, check this out. You take a baby bottle, you stick a dead lima bean in it, you put about a yes. half an inch of gasoline, you suck on that shit, you
1: get fucked up.
2: That's true. We, Hope and I were talking about it. Do you realize that grape juice, as opposed to wine, came second?
1: Yes, of course. That
2: people were like, wait, wait. So if we don't ferment this stuff, then it's something that, that is kind of sweet and doesn't get you drunk? What is the point? (laughs) This is for. Why on earth am I even looking at this nonsense? It's because people like to get fucked up. People like to get fucked up. Yeah.
1: Animals like to get fucked up. Yes. Uh huh. It's Mm -hmm. a fact.
2: You could literally like. There's a reason that the you know on lab rats we gave a lab rat cocaine and they turned down everything. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, here's the thing. It makes life so much more fun that even if you're like I have food or the. Although I do love the story you told when Jeff Garland was on uh, some night show. Oh, on, uh, yeah. I think it was Tonight Show. Tonight Show, and he was talking about addictions, and he's yeah, like, Ew. like the
1: greatest marijuana ever, uh, and then on the table is the best cocaine ever. I mean, the, the purest, best cocaine, Yeah, and he knows who he's talking to when he yeah. says that. Uh-huh. And, then, and then there's the shittiest sheet cake from Walmart. Yeah. I'm going to go with the sheet cake. <laughs> yeah. But uh-huh. that's his thing. Yeah. That's his addiction.
2: But even with that, man, fucking food addiction. I can understand that. yes. If anybody who's ever tried to cut carbs
1: (laughs) that first week. Oh, yeah. No, it's miserable. If
2: you have it in the house at all, it's getting eaten. Like right now, I'm like, I need to get back on that diet. But I've got those Nutter Butters dipped in chocolate downstairs. (laughs) Have you ever had a fucking Nutter Butter dipped in chocolate? No, I don't eat
1: it. Jesus Christ. It's like uh, you know you're dealing with somebody who hasn't done a lot of drugs or any sort of addiction when they look at Chris Farley or Jim Belushi and go, why is he so heavy when he did cocaine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bought in some Nancy Reagan bullshit right there because that's Uh not how it works. No. Addictive personalities want the most of everything that's good.
2: That's why I don't ever do drugs. A a student actually said to me, I was talking about it in the hallway with another teacher as his student was there and I was like, I've never done cocaine because I know my personality too well. I know I'd be like, hey, (laughs) I found this shit, and it's amazing. If I give somebody my car, they'll give me a large bag full of it. And this student was like, that's like the most honest. Like, that is the greatest anti-drug thing I've ever heard. I was like, yeah, you have to know yourself. But I think I'm going to go back to what you said earlier as the reason why this shit doesn't work. You snort one line of cocaine, you're addicted. So what happens when someone snorts one line and they wake up the next morning and they're fine? Suddenly, every negative thing you've said about it mm. gets thrown into question. It's something that I said about Michael Moore fucking with facts in his movies and manufacturing shit that never happened. Because if you're critical thinking at all, you'll look at it and go, oh, wait, he lied about that? Yeah. What else in this <laughs> isn't true? And here's yeah. the thing I'll say. Michael Moore, a lot of fucking interesting factual shit that people should think about in his movies yeah but there's also a lot of bullshit but because he presents bullshit in there as fact it makes it impossible to take any of it for real if you're actually critically thinking about it yeah. and that's the problem with the drug war in general is you're telling kids off oh, someone does pot then yeah that's just a gateway and they're gonna end up addicted to heroin and die in a ditch with a stranger's dick in every hole of their body yes eyes ears nose mouth head shoulders knees and toes everywhere And then when a kid does it and they're like, oh, so it's not that bad. And I say, look, kid, here's the thing. Pot, it's not really going to hurt you when you hit a certain age. As a kid, you're messing with your brain at a time when it's still solidifying. You don't want to do that because at your age, yeah, it can screw you up. It can burn you out. Get older. Doing it every once in a while it's not going to kill you. It's not going to make you an addict. Right. Cocaine on the other hand, hey, that's something that if you do enough of it, you are gonna hit a point where you can't live without it. Yeah. Uh, if you're we were honest, instead of fucking fear mongering to get people to not do it, she wouldn't have it. And then when you add to it what we see in blow, somebody who is, just from knowing the right people, able to need a house to store cash in. Yeah. That, then you're in a fuck I mean, I'm sorry, look at breaking bad. Realize he was cooking meth on that show in the last season for like three months Mm -hmm. and made 80 million dollars. Now, granted, you got to be plugged in with some folks to do that, but can you name anything else a person can do that in three months could even potentially net them 80 cash free million dollars? I mean, 80 tax free -free. million dollars. You can't, huh? Well, that's where we're at with that. You know, Colorado, legal pot, so good. People in that state might be getting tax refunds because, fuck, we've got a surplus because of this. Let's give some money back. Come on. And I, I agree with the point of the show, The Wire when we stop treating it like a fucking criminal justice issue and start treating it like a public health issue, stop criminalizing oh. addicts for trying to fucking feed an addiction and address what the problem is, then maybe we get rid of the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. I live in hell and smoke heroin. Yeah. Well, we're
2: going to we put you in We should probably work jail. on that hell thing. Yeah, but no, 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 we're going to get... Wait, hold on. So the only thing that makes you feel better is this heroin shit. Well, let's get rid of
1: that. <laughs> yes, That'll work out. Yes, shan't be
2: that anymore.
1: From Hell.
2: Yes, uh, from Hell. That. I might need to watch again now that I have a better idea of what it's about. I tried to read the comic. Yeah. But you want to talk some Alan Moore shit? Born in Northampton in 1960. <sighs> uh, Magic is everywhere. I'm a wizard You creates things. The comic is fucking oppressive. It's like this massive fucking nightmare of a thing. And I tried. It's
1: like fucking War and Peace. It really is. a graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. And And it's hard to get through. It
2: is. It's a slog. I didn't get very far through it. Because it gets crazy.
0: Yeah.
2: Odd thing I found out in this connects to the movie. Found out that I believe it is my great, great grandfather. Because it's James. My grandfather, James. His father, William. Before that, James. So grandfather, great father, great, great. Um was a Mason okay. and a Knights Templar. Ooh,
1: that's, yes. That's quite the <laughs> quite the combo.
2: Yeah. So uh there with that. But um that, from hell is such a fascinating concept because the the whole Jack the Ripper thing yeah. has utterly fascinated us. Like yeah. you you know that the the original letters have just been lost. Yes. Otherwise, we might be able to narrow down who it is through DNA testing and at least, mm, you know, oh, wow, well, it's somebody of this descent.
1: Yeah, just just lose those. Throw this out in the dustbin.
2: It's such an odd thing because those areas are still there. I fucking kick myself for when I was in London last, I didn't go to Whitechapel. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to that area and, and fuck, yeah, this is where it happened, just to see what it feels like there. Yeah. You know, because it's also fucking modernized. Yeah. But it's all still goddamn there. Crazy. Like the fascinating idea going into Jack the Ripper. Uh because it's the fact that it just stopped. Yeah. Means the guy died, period. Went to prison. Went to prison for something else or died. Yeah. Because that type of serial crime, that doesn't stop. Well went
1: overseas. Yes. To on the Loch Ness Monster. Sh- uh,
2: to Chicago. Yeah. Or if you are to believe the show bullshit or not from Amazon Women on the Moon, Jack the Ripper was the, the Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster.
1: Monster. Did I take this job to get a quick buck? <laughs> you decide.
2: That is the most inside pull that I've ever thrown, I think.
1: Uh,
2: but from hell, what I love is that, first off, the Hughes brothers directing it. Mm-hmm. Is odd until you think about it, where it's like, wait, so they're big movies up to this point were about fucking low, low income people in the US turning to a life of crime. We jump over to that same shit, times whatever. It's in beautiful. Fucking, oh, it's fantastic. And evidently, they like, Alan and Albert Hughes like bought a pub over in England. And they're like,
1: fuck it yeah. Was beautifully shot. Yeah. Well acted. Mm-hmm. I was a, upset that I was able to call the contacts coming in at the end. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: That
1: that really punched me in the stomach.
2: I think... I don't need this. I've just updated the dream, and I want you to tell me what you think of this. We need to be able to direct a movie that is set in, like, rural Ireland. Okay. Right? And we need to make enough that we can buy the pub and each of us a house with some land and then relocate there and live off the money from that movie and the pub forever okay yes this i think is an amenable idea or scotland Eh, whichever either either or i'm down with either i'm down with it depends
1: (laughs) on the tax situation
2: yeah totally does totally does but i can be down with that yes from hell is one of those movies that i i like but it's just so odd you know
1: it's just so i don't love it or anything yeah it's good
2: yeah And I didn't understand all the shit with, oh, he's, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's soaking a sugar cube in opium and then pouring absinthe over that and drinking it in a bathtub. Wouldn't you? (laughs) Actually, I probably would, and then I'd die in that tub because I'd be like, hey, I traded somebody the rights to this house for a whole lot of opium, and now I'm going to die in this house (laughs) because why wouldn't I? um. And I I don't want to talk pirates, but I do think Once Upon a Time in Mexico and The Secret Window, there are a couple more movies that we need to talk about that I don't think fall into the Disney realm. Right. Once Upon a Time in Mexico suffered from Robert Rodriguez wanting to make that movie rather than write that movie. Because that thing was all fucking over the place. It wasn't good. It was made so that it could have the line, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? That's it. Uh, and, and I'm going to yeah. go kill the person who cooked this because it's so good <sighs> that I have to blah, blah, blah. They cut Salma Hayek out of almost all of it. No. S- thank you. No. No. No, thank
1: you. As wonderful as El Mariachi and Desperado are, and so fun. And yeah. Violent. violent
2: and sexy.
1: And the soundtrack kicks fucking ass. Yeah. The third one does none of those things.
2: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It fucking swings and a miss all the way through.
1: It is a complete and utter miss.
2: The secret window.
1: Here's Speaking my of Mrs.
2: feelings on the secret window. It is at best okay, at worst okay, until the last shot of a furry braced mouth biting into corn on the cob. Mm. That's the shot that ends the fucking movie. Yes. is Johnny Depp's brace-filled wow. maw taking a bite out of a big old butt-tree corn on the cob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much corn.
2: It's a bit of a boner killer, <laughs> if you catch my meaning. Um... So that's not worth talking about. <laughs> However, Finding Neverland. Uh, that good. movie is goddamn wonderful. That movie is everything you fucking want in a movie like that. That is good. It, it is fucking beautiful. It is heartfelt. Yep. You don't feel manipulated. Nope. It's just amazing. And Dustin Hoffman has my favorite fucking line in it. We forget what it's called a play. Yeah. And we should have fun with it. And that, if somebody had fucking told me that back when I was a theater student, Jim, it's a play. Have fun. I probably would still be doing it. Probably. But so. I such a morose cock about all of it that I had to ruin the fun for myself and everyone thing, around maybe.
1: me. Cool. And so, no, 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 because <laughs> people don't
2: understand. why my proceeds. <laughs> I want to punch that kid. I want to go back and yeah. punch that 20 year old uh, in the fucking face. That's
1: actually my sequel to Time Riders. Yeah. Time Riders. Time Riders. Time Riders. Yes. It's us going back in time and kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> ourselves. First, we beat the shit out of ourselves. Uh-huh. Like you kicking the shit out of you and me kicking the shit out of me. Yep. And then we switch. Then we tag in. in. Yeah. Off top rope.
2: Yeah. Boom. Turnbuckle Get it. Turn it, it. Boosh. It again. Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. Exactly. Exactly. Because and how it should fuck be. Fuck that. Yeah. Find yeah. Neverland is good. You're going to roll with that kind of thing. Uh-huh. The origin stories of of, of uh, favorite childhood stories—they're uh-huh. doing pretty good on that. What? what Saving I mean? Miss, Mrs. Uh, Mister Banks? Yeah, okay. I've got it on a. I, have I, you seen I, it? No, I oh have a God totally legal damn. copy of it. It is
2: good. Yeah, Saving Mister Banks. We need to. I hope, and I need to watch that. But she loves the Mary Poppins. She's like, I don't. I. I she has this very emotional. She needs to. Need to shut her up and make her watch she it. She needs to watch that. Okay, now. Okay, you need to say that to her tonight. Because I really want to watch it, but she's gotcha. a bit of an a hole about it. <laughs> that
1: dog's a bit of an a
2: hole. <laughs> uh, you know what my favorite moment from Finding Neverland is? Is when they put on the play for the stick in the ass British mother, mm-hmm. and then if you believe in fairies, clap, and she's the first one, like, out of her chair, <laughs> clap. Like, yes. Yeah. Because that's what the idea that is supposed to be a play, if done right like a movie if done right. Yes. Will utterly and completely transform where you are. Yeah. It makes you forget what you hate in life. It makes you remember what you love about it. And that's what I really like about the early Johnny Depp. Yes. Was he was so good at just saying I'm going to do this. And I mean now he's realized what money
1: is. Hey man. And
2: he's still going with the same gusto, but it just doesn't feel the same.
1: Well, he signed on with Disney. Yeah. Signed his soul over to that company. And yeah. Who could blame him? Oh, yeah. When well, you, I would you, do the same thing.
2: When you've got somebody dropping fucking boxcars of money at your feet. We
1: want you to do big features. You yeah. could be a supporting actor, sometimes yeah. a lead. Yeah. Sometimes just a voice. Yeah. Sometimes you'll just show up and say hi. Yeah. Okay.
2: You ain't going to say no. Not a problem. You ain't going to say no. But that's the beauty. When Depp is on, he's, he's the guy that gets it done for you. Yeah. yeah. you know. And remember that. I, 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 that's one thing that I hate and love about doing a show like this is at times it makes me put on that critic hat a little too much and be oh, a yeah. douche. But at the times where it doesn't, it really gives me that ability to remember, oh, fuck. This is why I watch movies. This is why as a kid something about this art form clicked with me yeah. and, and made me an outright addict. Yeah. So
1: well, saving Mr. Banks is one of those.
2: Okay. Good. Good. So we will we will definitely be on so, you know, that. Shit. And Finding
1: Neverland is one of those.
2: Finding Neverland is so reason fucking to go good. to the movies. It is. It is. Like I remember with uh, um, Slumdog Millionaire, your reaction to that you are like, "Fuck." Yeah. Yes. Reason to go to the movies. Yeah. Like is, Son of is it Ra- Perfect. Fuck no. no is, it, uh-uh. is
1: it a little flowery? Yeah. Yeah. But it's.
2: juicy you see Son of Rambo? Uh-uh. Oh, you'd love that. Does oh, the same sure. fucking thing. So that, I think, is a good idea.
1: So.
2: Uh, so what are we doing next week? What do you think would be a good show for no next week? clue. Yeah. I mean, Zero. Yeah. Somebody email us a thought on what <laughs> to do next week because we're that both lost. That means you, lost. Walzer. Yeah. That, come on, Walzer. Shader, get off the pot, son. <laughs> All that I'm thinking about, my mind stops next Saturday when I'm going to eat just a fucking colon exploding quantity of fucking beef.
1: They prefer a good meal. They I don't have that inside of there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, they, they're not
2: going to say blow, blow, make blow me, your colon. Make it. your colon be, get all bloated up. And But that's what's going <laughs> to happen. Let's be honest. I, I just happen to put flourier language on it than you did. I, I might starve myself a little bit and then have a shot of scotch because I need to be in fucking deli tray. <laughs> I need deli to be in mode. deli tray mode when I get there. I need to be like, no, I'm not done yet. I need to get in that Louis C.K. The meal's oh, not... The meal's not done when I'm full. The meal's done when I hate myself. <laughs> so speaking of hating yourself, go ahead and send an email to us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or thugquestions at gmail.com. The second one, we will answer your questions without having seen them ahead of time. Hunter from the Midnight Movie Cowboys will record them. We will play them and then riff on it, baby. Just riff old school like a some couple of riffing vamp, guys. Vamp, Vamping. Uh, Also, we are at www.thefilmthugs.com. You can check us out and check out all our sponsors and all that shit there. Um, We are on Twitter and Facebook. uh, 512-666-RANT to be part of one of these hilarious things that uh, Rob from... uh, uh, from from Boston, <laughs> hooked us up with today. Uh, the underscore film underscore thugs hits us up on Skype if you are of in the international variety. Uh, we divine, blah, blah. Anything else that we need to talk about?
0: It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile... But his shorts aren't too tight in the seat.